Ayup me duck, which is the traditional Derby greeting to whoever we meet, whenever we meet them. And no, I don't actually know what Ayup me duck means, but who cares? Because what matters is that you're here and I'm here for the Art of Brilliance podcast series five, which is just a little bit different. So in this series, there are no guests. It's just you and I making a weekly commitment to 10 minutes or less. That's 10 minutes maximum per week every week for 52 weeks that you and I are committing to a personal relationship based on happiness and well-being. So time is short, let's crack on. Welcome, welcome. And for today's episode, I want to tell a story that I sometimes tell in our Art of Being Brilliant workshop or keynote. True story, and it dates back to, uh, if you're from the UK, we had this thing called the Beast from the East, which was like a terrible three-month storm of snow and ice that came across from Eastern Europe. And I, I can't even remember when that was. That was at the time of recording, well, I don't know, three, four, five years ago. Anyway, it was a it was a picture of the scene, okay? So I am delivering a workshop called The Art of Being Brilliant. I rock up there, I've got a jacket on, I've got a, a t-shirt with happiness written all over it. And I I was in a swanky hotel in Birmingham and I was working on that particular day for a utilities company. So I only describe the delegates without me sounding terribly sexist about this. But these were these were it was eighty men, right? Exclusively a male audience. And I would describe these folks, and I'm, this is not disingenuous, this is like nodding, doffing my cap to them. These were real men. Like, so not men, basically not men like me, right? So what I, I've never got dirt under my fingernails. I can't do, I'm terrible at all that kind of stuff. And these were guys who were basically digging holes in rows, laying gas pipes and water pipes and electricity. They were like real, weathered by the weather, gnarled hardcore real men the kind of guys who probably only had ever been on a health and safety course to tick the legislative box and all of a sudden they find themselves on a monday morning in a blizzard in a swanky hotel with a doctor of happiness okay and i'm telling you right now i could tell that they didn't want to be in a room with the doctor of happiness they were totally outside of their comfort zones so again picture the scene i'm at the front of the room getting my powerpoint sorted out i've got half an hour to go maybe 40 minutes i've got there early i'm the trainer i'm nervously adjusting making last minute adjustments to my powerpoints it says the art of being brilliant on the screen uh, in big bold letters it says dr andy cope underneath it and the guys have got a croissant and got a coffee and they're coming into the main auditorium and they're they're round tables right so all these guys 80 men are sitting in in clusters of seven or eight on these round tables and on each table there's a little bit of blurb about what the day's all about happiness and well-being and there's a little bit of a description about andy so it says it, and I, could, I looked at it it says andy's a doctor of happiness and i and I've, my heart sank because as they were coming in i could see them reading that and i could see their faces and then they're looking at me and looking at the paper and going, oh my gosh, here we go, Doctor of Happiness. So anyway, half an hour to go, not even started, happy t-shirt, standing at the front, faffing around with my PowerPoints, and the room's gradually filling up, and there was a guy at the back of the room, on the back table, quite a big room, so he was a long way away, and he just shouted out, he just blurted out, he said, Oi! He said, Doctor Happy! And I was like, what, 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 me? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, and he got his bit of paper off the table. He says, it says on this piece of paper, you're a doctor of happiness. He says, is that a thing? Can you be that or have you made that up? It sounds unlikely. 
And I said, well, to be fair, to be fair mate, I, I kind of twisted it a little bit. It's like positive psychology. It's the sci- it is the science of happiness, really. But and he says, okay, he says, whatever, whatever. He says, I'll accept that. If you're the doctor of it, he says, before we start, he says, you better diagnose me if you're a doctor of it. He says, do you think I look happy? <laughs> and I looked at this fact. He's a long way away, right? Monday morning, blizzard. He's, I think, is it bull, bulldog chewing a wasp kind of face? Is that a phrase? Anyway, he's got that face on. He's got that Monday morning face on. And I said to him, um, no, mate, from over here, you don't look very happy. Right? Monday morning, blizzard. You're not looking so good. He says, right, bang on, doctor. You're absolutely right in your diagnosis. He says, let me tell you this before we start. He says, I'm not happy. He says, I've never been happy. And he says, I've got no intention of starting today. <laughs> he says, he says, whatever this is, he says, it's total bull. Yeah, he said it a bit ruder than that. And he says, uh, you can stuff it somewhere dark. He says, if I go back to work smiling, they're going to think I'm on something. So I'm guarantee I won't be doing it. So I said, oh, right, right, thank, thank. <laughs> I've not even basically not even started, right? I'm just standing at the front with my happy T-shirt on. I've already annoyed him just by my biography and a happy T-shirt. So I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be a tough day. I've got them nine till five. It's half past eight in the morning, starting in half an hour. It's going to be a tough crowd. Now, because he was passionate and negative, it woke up a table down at the front next to me. Whereas there's another bunch of guys that had assembled. And the, uh, uh, again, I don't know, he's probably nearing retirement age the other guy who then chirped up he put his hand up and he said i would also like to declare he says i'm not happy either he says well I, i've worked here 29 years and i've not had a good day yet so i'm like oh my good night this is a tough gig right so we've all had tough gigs if you've ever delivered training sometimes it goes well sometimes it doesn't but to that day i delivered probably about eight years of delivering various well-being and thing, uh, uh, happiness training and keynotes and it's always gone pretty well I mean there's an occasional person who who doesn't like the fact that I, I'm kind of giving them happiness top tips but but the the vast majority of people take it in the manner with which it is intended which is somebody who genuinely feels passionate about the subject who genuinely thinks that if you apply the principles it'll change your life so I normally can win people over to be fair and eight years in I've never given up until that day all right, so I'm picture the scene again. It's half past nine now. I've done half an hour's content, and it's not landed at all. I cannot get anything out of these fellas, right? So I've tried to be funny. Not nobody's cracking a smile. So I thought I've changed changed tack. I tried to be serious. Nobody's interested. And the group activity, the icebreaker, which is a fairly non-threatening little have a chat with your neighbour about some stuff. A very simple activity. Nobody was talking. Like five minutes of total silence. They weren't even on the phones. They were just like 80 blokes just staring. It's almost like they hadn't... They'd never been on a course like this. They didn't know how to interact with each other. So I appreciate it's my fault, right, that I failed to engage them. I do understand that. But after half an hour, I came back on and said, right, do you know what, fellas? Do you know what? Eight years I've been doing this job and I'd like to congratulate you because I think this is the very first time ever in my eight years of delivering happiness and well-being that I'm going to have to give up. Now, so, so, because what's become apparent in this half hour is that you're not interested, you don't want to be here, you don't like your jobs, you don't like your managers, you certainly don't like me, uh, there's not even any sign that you actually like each other, so it seems ridiculous to stay in here till five o'clock, it's snowing outside, I'm going to do the humane thing and I'm going to call it a day. After half an hour, I'm going to suggest you can either go home or you can go back to work. I'll go home and cry because I failed you, first time that I failed, but that's the way it's going to have to be because I'm ever so sorry fellas but I, there's no point 
So they're kind of looking a bit perplexed because they weren't expecting that. They are expecting me to soldier on, which normally I would have done, by the way. But I said, right, lads, before you go, before you go home, I've got a question for you. I said, just, just as a matter of interest, I said, put your hand up if you're alive. Right, now, now that I'd never asked that question before to any other audience. And that was really interesting because they, were t- they, they wanted to discuss that. I mean, it wasn't even a discussion. It's like you're alive or you're not alive. And it took about two minutes. And because they were discussing it, I let it go. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're interacting with this. And there was these discussions on the table. Are you alive? Are you a little bit alive? Yeah, well. And I looked out after two minutes and these 80 hardcore guys, right, who were sitting with their hands up. Their hands weren't enthusiastically pointing to the ceiling like you were when you were eight years old in school. But their hands were halfway up, grudgingly. So I looked out at these 80 fellas, each with their hand halfway up. And I said, uh, fantastic, that's all of us. 80 people, we're all alive. That's fabulous. I said, fellas, keep your hand in the air if you're truly living. And I promise you, about 75 of those hands went down straight away. There's no discussion there. That was absolutely, they were sure that they weren't living. And that, dear listener, breaks my heart because I am not just talking about you guys who are digging holes in roads here. We deliver training across entire organisations, public sector, private sector, health service, education and it is a very, very common thing that people are not fully engaged with life. The truth is you can have a pulse, you can have a heartbeat but not be truly engaged with your life. And then positive psychology as subject area is ultimately about engagement with life by first and foremost engaging with yourself okay so I mean that's an interesting story I, I it's a true story and the good news is there is good news to finish off with is that the lads after I'd after they all put their hands down they stayed we had a rollicking good time and they bought into it um, so I've never given up to this day <sighs> until next time happy living thanks for listening to the art of brilliance podcast if you've enjoyed it please subscribe and tell the world a nice review would make our day that's the very best way of getting like-minded people to tune into our very simple messages about happiness and human flourishing if you've hated it please keep quiet remember the world has enough negativity already so be a lover not a hater Feel free to check out our training and the little shop of happiness at artofbrilliance.co.uk. Thanks again. See you next time for another amazing episode.